Guess what we are talking about on the show today, guys? Something a little uncomfortable, but maybe very necessary. We are talking about toxic relationships versus positive relationships, green flags versus red flags. And trust me, you want to be the person holding the green flag because those are the friendships that last. I know this firsthand. I have amazing, amazing friends in my life, but I also had to detox. And what detox means? Get rid of the toxic ones. And this happens very naturally because you start identifying those red flags. It stinks. I mean, it absolutely does stink whenever you realize someone that you adored or really liked or had lots of memories with is a toxic person. But as you move through life and evolve through every chapter, you realize why they came into your life, why they were there, and exactly why you needed to go through what you needed to, why you're starting to learn what friends are real friends and how they are going to better your life in every single way. My mom always said, you choose your friends, your friends don't choose you. And when I was a kid, I was like, what? I don't even know what that means. But she was right. As an adult, I really started being selected selective rather of who I call a friend and who I really hold close to my heart and who I want to invest my time in. So I'm going through some friendship misunderstandings today. I think that we all need to have an honest conversation about friendship, about the women that we have in our life, the guys as well, who we're spending our time with and we're investing all this time and this money and these moments and these memories but are they making you better? And if they are, let's celebrate that. Let's celebrate the positive friendships. Those are the people you're going to hold on to forever. So I'm going to stop talking because this episode, I just chatter, 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 but I hope this is a little reality check for you to start assessing your friendships, the ones that might be a little toxic. Maybe you need to start distancing yourself a little bit and the ones that you need to give a little time to because they're amazing. They're those green flaggers waving it above their heads with all the glory and the green flags are the ones we love. Interested to hear, do you think you are a red flag friendship or a green flag? Let's find out. What is up, world? It's your best friend, Kelly Hall, and I have another episode of Misunderstood for You. Now, friendships. Whoa. We've got them. We love them. We all have them. Um, but let's really dissect friendship, right? There are definitely positive and toxic friendships. Like, I mean, we can't even skirt around that idea. They exist. We all know. We've either experienced it, um, we've seen those positive, uplifting, amazing friends, and then we've also, also rather, have seen those friendships that, you know, they really just crumble over time. They can't stand the test of time because of toxicity or comparison or, you know, whatever it is. And what I really want to clear the air on today is – and there's a huge misunderstanding that you can't see red flags or green flags 
that is a thing, green flags, right off the bat. You definitely, definitely can. Especially if you're just, you know, maybe paying close attention or your spidey senses are going off that, you know what, maybe this isn't quite the friendship I thought it was. And that is totally, totally okay. Um, I'm going to tell you point blank. There are so many different kinds of friendships. There really are. I mean, you have the friendships where you've known each other K through 12. You have the friendships in college. You have the girlfriends you meet um, in your office, your neighbors, things like that. Um, but so before I get into red and green flags, I just want to explain to you that there are different types. So the way I always look at it, friendships are kind of like like a circle. And it's not like the Girl Scouts, like a circle round and round. It's like, okay, there's a circle and then you have an inner circle and then you have a smaller circle and then you have like your little tiny little, you know, safety circle right at the center. Um, the nucleus, if you will. And, you know, to make it into that center circle, I mean, those are your your core, right? Your core, core friends. Um, but the friends on the outside are still necessary. They're still wonderful. They still add to your life. Um, you have different experiences with them, but they're all different. So the outside circle, you know, maybe those are the girls that you are Let's just say guys too. Girls and guys that you grab a couple drinks with, you watch The Bachelor with, you know, you cheer each other on on social media. You're leaving hand emoji, hand emoji for every single time they post a workout pic. Like that's your friend. And they're like, you're like, oh yeah, Sammy, like she's my friend. Great. Um, That's awesome. You know, you need to have those friends for sure. Like those kind of like no brainer. I'm going to cheer for them. Big fan across the pond of yours, you know, that sort of thing. Um, so next, I would say you have those friends that you do all of those things with, but then you also, they know a lot more about your life. So they know about your relationships, they know about your family, they know about your job, they know about your stressors, things like that. Um, and this is when you start kind of differentiating between those positive and toxic friendships because now you're sharing more of yourself, more of your soul, and more of your time right? So the outer circle is like super happy and bubbly and like, go girl, we love each other. But then that next circle is like, ooh, like things are getting dicey. I'm sharing a lot here. And that's necessary because you need to go through that phase in order to get to that core. And these core friends, I mean, they truly do stand the test of time. I have my two, Mariah and Jackie. Everybody knows them. Um, I mean, Jackie, I've been best friends with her for 10 years been through it all. And, you know, a lot of these green flags are based off of our relationship because of support and experiences together. Um, Mariah, I haven't known as long. I've known her for four years. But that same like unapologetic, unconditional support is what got her into that inner circle of mine. So just like take a step back and realize that, you know, it's okay to have friendships in different capacities. And Typically, you know, some friends rest in that inner circle and they're happy there and there may not ever be your core best friend, but, you know, they're confident, you can confide in them, great. And then sometimes when you start identifying those toxic relationships, they get pushed out to the outer circle. So hopefully you're visualizing this with me right now. And let's also add, besides the circle of friends that are all different and you have the core friends and the outside circle, 
you also have friendships that are brought into your life for a specific chapter or season. And that is totally, totally, totally okay too. And I want you to know this because sometimes when you move forward in friendships, and by that I mean you may not talk to her as much, you may not communicate with him as much, and you're like, oh man, we really lost touch. Give yourself a break. You know, I had awesome, awesome friends in high school. I had like 15 amazing friends in high school. And, you know, here I am 10 years later after graduating, I don't talk to any from high school. And I really thought, you know, every single one of them would be a bridesmaid at my wedding. But I'm also not the same person I was in high school. So, and the same thing with the Naval Academy. I mean, I was like, oh, for sure, you know, ride or dies, all at the Naval Academy. And for a lot of people, that's the case. But Jackie's my best friend from the Naval Academy. She's pretty much the main person I communicate with consistently. I mean, I talk to her every day from the Naval Academy. So I don't look back and think like, dang, she stopped talking to me or how rude of her for not keeping touch. I just think, you know what? She was there for that chapter of my life. She, you know, was either on my team or she did this or she did that. And that's okay. It's okay that we've lost touch because I really needed her during that time. So kind of give yourself a break in that sense too because I think some people hold on to those friendships as long as possible. Oh, we've been best friends in third grade. But you're really not vibing anymore and it's getting kind of toxic. And that's when you kind of start letting go. And that's fine too. So I just wanted to start with that, like setting the tone of different kinds of friendships because they aren't all cut from the same cloth. They're all different. You need those friends you can have simple-minded chats with and say, have you watched this? Are you keeping up with Reality Steve? Oh my goodness. Then you also need those sisters that step in and are there for you no matter what. So Super important. Wanted to set the record straight right there. Now we'll get into the juicy stuff, which is identifying those red flags and identifying those green flags. So toxic friendships, they suck. (laughs) I mean, there's really no other way to put it. And what sucks about them, like I have thought about toxic friendships. They keep me up at night sometimes because I just like replay and I replay and I replay and I'm like, where did I go wrong? And you start seeing the signs over time and you're like, I should have known. But they usually evolve into like a falling out where you stop talking to each other, typically because of something stupid, or they evolve into like you just – you're so like blatantly – like you have like a blow up of some kind, you know, like they don't go anywhere. They don't grow, you know, and it's because of something that triggered them. So to break down these red flags, I'll just go over them real quick. Red flags include comparison, competition, talking behind each other's back, stubborn, unapologetic, unforgiving people, um, these friendships tend to ebb and flow and they're based on what works for that friend, that person. 
you know, it's not necessarily when you need them. It's when it works best for them. So first, the comparison and competition piece. I feel like this is one of the most important and most often what you see in those friendships. So you're trying to get close to someone. You, you know, really vibe with this girl. You're confiding in her. But then there just becomes a point where she can't handle it. She can't handle that sometimes things are going better for you. She can't handle that you got into a new relationship. She can't handle that, you know, maybe you are pursuing something that she's really envious of and she's really jealous of. And she always wanted to model, but, you know, she didn't have the confidence to do it or she always wanted to pursue that kind of career, but she decided to, you know, take a step back and stay in her day-to-day job. Whatever it is, this comparison starts building and that's what eventually leads to this blow up, right? Like little things over time, over time. And if you are a true friend, you're never comparing. I'm sorry, but this is absolutely the case, 100%. There has never been a time when I've thought, dang, Mariah, she just gets absolutely everything. Like, no, she deserves it. She works really hard. She has the best heart. She deserves the absolute world. And we have a lot of the same passions, but I would still cheer for her absolutely no matter what, even if it's something I wanted. You know, we, it was very interesting looking at this comparison um, and this competition lens of friendship with her and with other people. For example, we competed in Miss Ohio USA and Mariah and I actually developed a really, really strong friendship through that um, because she could cheer for me. I could cheer for her. I could be happy for her. She could be happy for me. We had a common goal and if you know, she ended up winning or I ended up winning, we were able to be really happy about that because we knew how much work was involved. And you know what, Mariah, she is completely different than me. I mean, in every single sense of the word, different. She looks different. She's 5'11". She's black. She has an afro. She is stunning. I mean, drop dead gorgeous. And she also has the most amazing rainbow sunshine of a personality. Um, she's not as A-type as I am. And then there's me. I'm 5'2", white, straight stick hair. I mean, our looks were completely different. Our personalities were completely different. Our backgrounds were completely different. And so we knew if the judges saw us There's really no comparison there. You know, we're at competition with each other because we're so different. And so we were able to really develop a beautiful, beautiful relationship through that competition process. But with other people, that was not the case. It was a lot more competition. It was, oh, Kelly got to work out today. So like I got to run in the workout or I'm going to secretly get in workouts or I'm going to secretly work with this coach or I'm going to secretly do this or – I couldn't dare show you what my interview outfit looks like. And I was there for a lot of those decisions with Mariah because Lord knows she wasn't going to like run off and grab the same interview outfit as me. So I didn't understand why there started becoming that competition with other people. And it wasn't even just in the pageant world. It, you know, whenever I decided to start being healthy and eating better and working out, friends that I had had for years instead of being like, wow, great job. Like 
so happy you're taking control of your health. I know that you, you know, had terrible migraines and you were, felt really like sick for a while. Their reaction was, ew, why? Ew, why would you do that? I can't believe you did that. That's disgusting. You were already so skinny. Literally stop. You're so skinny. Stop it right now. And I'm like, you know, feel uncomfortable sharing something that I'm doing. And so that comparison and competition is really bad. It is bad. And that is a sign of a toxic friendship. And if you don't think you're in a toxic friendship, that's a sign that it's going to lead into a toxic friendship. And you know what? On the reverse side, if you feel that in your heart, if you feel that competition or you feel, you know, that you're comparing, you need to stop and have a conversation with yourself and say, why? Why am I comparing myself to her? And why am I competing with her? Why? Where is this rooted? Where is this being rooted at? Because you don't need to project that onto her because that is also that's going to create the toxic friendship. So you need to stop and recognize why. And when it comes down to it, I mean, if you just can't handle it, if you're not happy with yourself, there are things that you need to work on first before you place that onto her for her to worry about and now her to take on that stress because she knows that you're competing with her. So next, talking behind each other's back, plain and simple. This is an easy one but somehow a hard one. I'm not talking about, oh my goodness, I need some, like a quick venting session. Like we have all been there. I have vented about something that might've bothered me or, you know, someone running late or whatever it is, Mariah leaving a cup in my sink or, you know, Jackie doing X, Y, Z. Like, oh, quick vent session. Like, oh man, she did this or she booked the wrong thing. Like, bummer all right, done. Like, that's it. That's all you say. Talking behind each other's back where it's attacking their character, attacking their personality, attacking their wardrobe, attacking their Instagram post, attacking the way they pose, attacking who they're dating, attacking their goals, attacking or starting a sentence with, I can't believe she thinks blank. Or, you know, I it is unheard of that she thinks that she can do this or whatever it is. Like, that's not okay. That is absolutely different. You know, and like I said, in healthy relationships, you can surely vent real quick and be like, oh, all right, done. Still love her to death though, whatever. But when you're having those negative conversations, I mean, they need to stop there. You need to stop talking about it. You need to remove yourself from the situation. And whenever you're listening to those conversations and the person is saying those things, how are you not 100% sure that they're also doing that to you? They were listening to, you know, whatever, Becca, and she's saying, you know, Sarah is just the worst. I can't believe that she thinks she can post that on Instagram. Well, Becca is probably saying that about Kelly too. So that's a person you want to distance yourself with. That is toxic, toxic, toxic. And we do not have time for toxic friends. So plain and simple, true friends are not talking about each other behind their back. Because if you are, you're not true friends. Next, stubborn and unapologetic slash unforgiving relationships. Now, I get being fiery. I'm fiery too. You can be fiery and believe certain things and want certain things. But at the end of the day, if you're a true friend, you're leaving space to understand. But toxic people 
are not apologetic about their actions at all. What they want goes and, you know, what they think goes and there is just absolutely no other way. And that's not a true friend. It isn't. You know, I, I've i always been struggling with balancing boyfriends and relationships. And I spoke about this on another episode. But, you know, sometimes I didn't get it right. Sometimes I've made mistakes. Sometimes maybe I prioritized wrong. And, you know, I reach out to them. I say, I'm so sorry, this and that. But, like, some of those friends just can't ever forgive you. And they won't ever forgive you. And they're like, nope, I'm right. I, you know, I decided that I shouldn't date. So Kelly shouldn't date either. And it's like, that's not the way it works. You know, don't be so stubborn and apologetic. Keep an open mind with what's going on in someone else's life. And that they don't operate the same way that you do. And their mind isn't the same as yours. And you need to open your heart to listen to that friend instead of just immediately judging and being unforgiving about their situation. Because true friends do forgive. They absolutely do. So don't be too stubborn. Listen to her. And also apologize when you're wrong. Apologize when you've, you know, taken that day after that stupid little fight when you were both drinking and be like, wow, that was really stupid of me. Okay. I'm going to text her. I'm going to say something. And be apologetic. Easy at that. But toxic friendships, they start to build after being unapologetic and it's not a it's not a good sign all right so lastly this is my last red flag and I mentioned before the chapters of friendships how you have a chapter we respect that chapter high school friends college friends whatever no harm no foul totally understand that you lose touch great but Keep an eye out for friendships that ebb and flow only when it works for them. So what I mean by this is, you know, you reach out and you try to be there for them, but they're busy with their boyfriend. And you're like, all right, well, I guess she doesn't want to hang out. Because no matter how much in love they are with a boyfriend, like they can definitely make time to go to brunch. They could see you on Taco Tuesday. They don't need to spend every single night watching, you know, whatever, criminal minds with their man, like they can totally see you if they want to, but they don't. And then all of a sudden, they're out of a relationship and the dawn breaks and they don't want to do anything but hang out with you. Guess what? What do you think is going to happen when they get into another relationship? Bye-bye. So, or whatever it's about their schedule or what works for them or only when they're free and they're not willing to meet halfway, that is a toxic friendship. Because it does go both ways and they need to put in the work even when it's not, you know, the best time for them. So keep an eye out for those ebbs and flows of relationships because a friend is there no matter what through every aspect of life. When they're super, super busy or slammed at work to when they're, you know, preparing for a wedding or whenever they're on call, whatever it is, those friends are there. They're not going anywhere. So if you reach out, you text them, they're responding. They're there for you. They want to see you. They're going to make it happen. I mean, even just recently, Jackie and I, she's been so, so busy with work, but we had that honest communication beforehand. She said, Kel, my my schedule for the next six weeks is terrible. I'm waking up at the crack of dawn. I'm going to bed at midnight. Like just kind of expect that from me. So if I'm off the map, that's why. 
And she did exactly that. She was off the map. But, you know, with that, I knew and I'm here for whenever she's free. And that's totally fine. But there's consistency in our communication and our relationship. It's not like I'm just super busy and like I'll hit you up whenever. It's, you know, checking in, seeing how I'm doing, seeing how she's doing and not always what is just convenient for her or for me. All right, let's all shake it off. Shake off the toxicity. Yucky, 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 toxic. We don't like toxic people. So keep an eye out for that tingly sensation when you feel comparison and competition. Red flag. When you are talking or someone is talking about another person behind their back. Not just venting. Not, oh, can't believe she was late. I mean, talking bad behind someone's back. No, no, no. Slap on the wrist. Not good. Stay away from those people because that is a toxic person. Stubborn, unapologetic, unforgiving. I mean, if she just raises those eyebrows and she is not going to forgive you and she is pissed, all right, well, you have someone who's not willing to work with you. And now you know. So that's a red flag. And lastly, those ebbs and flows of relationships. Someone should be there for you, you know, steady steady stream all the time just constantly that communication is there that friendship is there you can lean on them should not be when it's convenient for the other person now the green flags let's end this episode on a super positive note and i want to get into the green flags i uh i have these friends that are in you know that inner circle and they deserve it they're amazing. I love them. Special shout special special shout out to my girls who just came out. Um my dear dear friends Danielle, Brianna, Raya, Cassie. They came out from Ohio to visit me and the best part about the weekend was how easy it was. It was so so easy. Um just to to talk and to encourage each other and to talk about goals. And um, they actually helped put together some of these bullet points with green flags. Actually, this comes directly from them. But they really just were so supportive and excited. And there were those people that, you know, they weren't comparing and they weren't giving you a, a dirty look whenever, you know, you wore something that day that maybe showed a little bit too much cleavage just because you wanted to feel confident. Like they're like, yes, girl, I love it. I love it. You know, like they're those kinds of people and I adore them. So green flags, um, number one, support personal growth. I mean, they support it. They are there for the craziest of things to the smallest of things. If you say, I'm going to write a book. They say, yes, you can. I love it. Anytime I've ever told Jackie anything, she responds with, I love it. And I'm like, I don't even know what I'm doing. She's like, it's fine. You're going to figure it out and it's going to be amazing and I'm going to support you. And I'm like, thanks. So they do. I mean, my fr- I, they, my friends have stood the test of time. Let me tell you, being friends with Kelly Hall is just not easy, folks. I'm like, hey, world, I'm going to move across the country. And my two best friends in San Diego, Sam and Chelsea, they're like, okay, we'll be here. And we've kept a group text since I lived in San Diego. That was four and a half years ago. 
Um, but from that to Ohio and then Ohio to LA. And even when I moved to LA, my friends from Ohio were like, that's okay. And then I'm like, I'm going to do a pageant. I'm going to do Miss Ohio. And my friends are like, cool, great. Love it. I'm here for it. And then I'm like, I'm going to do Miss California. And I do all of these things. And they're just like, amazing. That's awesome. You want to start a podcast? I'm going to write you a review. That is friendship. They support your personal growth. They support your adventures, your ventures, whatever it is that you want to do that's going to make you better. They are here for it. And I don't just mean, oh, side comment like, oh, that sounds great. Good job. Good luck. I mean, they ask, they follow up, they support, they tune in, they sit in the front row. They are there and that is supporting personal growth. So green flag all the way there. And let's go up to go into following up. Green flag are friends that follow up. Now think about that outer circle of friends. When you know, they're that surface level friend you talk about surface level things with, they start inching into that next tier, that inner circle when they're following up with you. When they say like, I want to get brunch, I want to get dinner. And then they text you back and then they reach out again and then they want to see you again. Following up is so important. It's important in that personal growth. It's important to establish a friendship and true friends follow up. So keep that in mind of things that you can also work on if you want to be that green light friend because green people follow up and we want to be green people. Next, prioritizing their time. So in addition to following up, true friends are prioritizing their time so that way they can see you and they can be there for you. And, you know, we have men come into our lives. We always will. But true friends are there for each other regardless of their relationship status. They are making you a priority in crazy work times and in relationships and they're flying out to see you and they want to FaceTime you and they want to do virtual happy hours. And that is a friend worth giving your time to. They're probably not a toxic friend if they're making you that much of a priority. Because why would they make you that much of a priority and talk about you behind their back? They wouldn't. They just wouldn't make you a priority to begin with. So someone who is prioritizing you, that is huge. And that is definitely someone that's worth the green flag because that's an amazing person. Now, I'm going to end with some actions on ways to become a green flag person and ways to be a better friend. So first it's be open to not always being right. So what I mean by this is when a friend confronts another friend or is upset about something, you take a step back and you think, okay, so Brianna is upset about X. Why could she be upset about that? let me look through at this from her perspective. Did I overreact? Did she overreact? And, you know, maybe you're wrong. (laughs) Maybe you are blatantly wrong. Maybe you did not handle yourself well. Maybe you didn't say the right thing. Maybe you were rude. Maybe your intentions were not good. And you need to remember that you're not always right. And that is something that I've had to really swallow a humble pill and approach in my friendships because 
I want to be right. I'm stubborn. But when the people that it matters, I'm like, I probably didn't do it right. I probably didn't say the right thing. I probably messed this up. I want to talk to her. I feel bad about this because that's a person that was worth my time. So keep in mind that you may not always be right. And last, really putting in that coordination. I mean, friendships take coordination. I mentioned prioritizing, but prioritizing also takes coordination. You have to figure out times. You have to fly out. You have to save money. You have to, you know, take those moments to tune in, to be there for them on their podcast or in their show or in a pageant. But be there for them no matter what. So I hope this helps you because green flags are great. Red flags are bad. But friendships are amazing when they are positive and non-toxic. Thanks so much, guys. Hey world, thanks so much for tuning in. If you have 10 seconds of your time, please consider going to rate my podcast on iTunes. You can find me on iTunes and Spotify and also follow me on Instagram at misunderstood.podcast or at Kelly Renee Hall. I love hearing from you guys. I love feedback, insight, and I appreciate you tuning in week by week. Thanks so much. And I appreciate you continuing to find out how we can get a better understanding of ourselves.